Above and Beyond, the nation's newest Medal of Honor recipient prepares for the Hall of Heroes. Pressing Issues, the Chief of Naval Personnel sits down for an interview on Navy life. Paralegal Path, Armor Reservists gets legal. How learning the law gives soldiers a leg up. Welcome to DOD News Now, I'm Petty Officer Lori Bent. Former Staff Sergeant Ryan Pitts is the nation's newest Medal of Honor recipient. During a ceremony at the White House yesterday, Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama presented Sergeant Pitts with the award for conspicuous gallantry. Sergeant Pitts suffered severe injuries during a battle in Wanat, Afghanistan in July of 2008, but continued to fight insurgents and prevented his fallen comrades from ending up in enemy hands. Long before today, I knew that when President Obama draped the Medal of Honor around my neck, I would be thinking of the brothers who fought beside me during the battle for Vehicle Patrol Base Kaler on July 13, 2008. Standing there, I thought of these incredible men, those present here today, and especially our brothers who fell. During that battle in Why Not? At 1000 Eastern, Staff Sergeant Pitts will be inducted into the Pentagon's Hall of Heroes. The remains of a missing Marine from World War II have been identified and returned to his family. Private First Class Randolph Allen of Rush, Kentucky was assigned to the 2nd Marine Division when he was killed in action by Japanese forces on November 20, 1943. He was buried on the island of Beito. A private organization called History Flight later excavated his remains and he was identified by the joint POW-MIA Accounting Command. The Chief of Naval Personnel visited sailors in Rota, Spain to check up on operations there. During his stay, he sat down to answer a few pressing questions about Navy life. Petty Officer Valerie Carson reports. Chief of Naval Personnel Vice Admiral Bill Moran visited Naval Station Rota for a special visit, and I sat down with him for a one-on-one -on -one discussion of the state of the Navy. It would seem with the high retention we're experiencing in the Navy these days, advancement would continue to suffer. How will the Navy ensure our top performers continue to advance? I think uh, overall the forecast for advancement in the Navy is very good. Uh, now, four, it's down 4% from between September last year and March of this last year. 4% to me doesn't sound like a lot, but for every sailor that didn't make it, it has an impact. Of course, if retention behavior changes, especially if it goes down, it's going to make advancement better for sailors. So it's a good news, bad news story for folks like me who want to keep every great sailor, and uh, we also want to see great sailors advance. What exciting things are ahead for sailors and our Navy as a whole? Uh, there, are, there are programs that we're looking at that allow sailors an off-ramp out of the Navy, but just as an easy off-ramp or on-ramp back into the Navy. So think about career and admission program, which is a small program, but one we like, uh, allows a sailor to go out for two to three years and then come back in the Navy and start where they left off. So sailors can go out, get their education if they want to use that time for that, start a family, or just go out and do whatever they'd like to do, uh, but come back to the Navy more mature, more experienced, and perhaps a little bit more stable in their, in their personal lives. Uh, but to continue a career in the Navy. So. Following his visit to Rota, Vice Admiral Moran returned to Washington with a renewed sense of sailors' concerns fleet-wide. Petty Officer Valerie Carson, Rota, Spain. The Armor Reserve is looking for a few good men 
and women to learn the law. This paralegal training course is underway at Fort McCoy, Wisconsin. Graduates will be able to help reserve and active duty soldiers as well as service members from other branches. Paralegals advise command teams made up of first sergeants and commanders on what they can do on legal actions. Regimental Command Sergeant Major Pat Lister says the job is important because it brings discipline to the force. So they're relying on our paralegals to do some of these tasks that they've commonly done. We're writing motions, we're writing legal documents, um, we're interviewing witnesses. So as the JAG Corps compresses because of the cutbacks, the paralegal skills and tasks required are being expanded. Command Sergeant Major Lister said because the JAG Corps is so small, the opportunity for advancement is greater and there are many areas of law to cover, including operation, military justice and claims. Be sure to check out the DoD Facebook page and meet the man who married robotics and navigational technology to work together in GPS-denied environment. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Petty Officer Lori Bent. Keep it right here for the latest in DOD News.